I marvel at the Lord's loving kindness. He had the Holy Ghost deliver that message and tender mercy to me. Are you feeling called by God to step into who He created you to be? Does this feel exciting and scary all at the same time? I get it. Yet, I know we were sent here to earth at this time for a specific reason. President Russell M. Nelson reminds us, Yet the women of this dispensation are distinct from the women of any other, because this dispensation is distinct from any other. This distinction brings both privileges and responsibilities. I am Natalie Bogle, creator of The Anchor Planner and your host of the Become Anchored podcast. I'm showing you how to discover who God created you to be and how to anchor your day as His distinct daughter. You are not going to want to miss this. So let's dive in. We are about a week away from General Conference, which General Conference is a conference where the leaders of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints speak and broadcast to the world. This conference is twice a year, and I am excited for it. I am so excited. I used to not, not that I didn't love General Conference, I just didn't realize the importance and the impact that it could have on my life. And so I am excited to share with you some things that have helped me in preparing for general conference that I have learned recently and that I have learned in the past. I have three things to share with you. So the first thing that I want to share with you is to bring a question to general conference. Now, I've heard this before and I didn't do it. (laughs) I didn't do it because I thought, I don't know. I'm not sure what questions I have. I'm not sure you know, what to even ask. I'm just going to listen and write down the message and the spirit will teach me something. But as I have been studying the words of prophets and other wonderful leaders in the church, I have learned the importance of bringing a question to general conference. So in the book, Heavens Are Open by Wendy Watson Nelson, she explains why we do this. And I love her account And so I'm just going to read it to you. She says, As April General Conference of that year approached, my bishop said from the pulpit one Sunday, If you have a problem or a question, take it to General Conference and you will get it answered. My bishop did not know that I was engaged, but it felt like he was talking directly to me, just letting the rest of the congregation listen in. I did have a question, so I determined to do just as my bishop had counseled. I would take it to general conference. On Saturday of that April conference, my roommate had a major paper to write. She was off to the library, so gratefully I was home alone because I was desperate for an answer to this growing dilemma. I watched general conference in a spirit of fasting and prayer. I was recording that conference on audio tapes for my family in Canada. So as conference began, I hit the record button. Then something unusual happened. As I prayerfully listened with the question in my heart, should I marry this man? Every talk, every single talk was on the subject of marriage. Yet the message I received at the end of this day of conference was clear. Do not marry this man. As general conference concluded, I turned off the recorder and the TV, 
walked to the kitchen where the yellow phone hung on the wall, called my fiance, who was not living in Utah, and ended our engagement. He was not cheerful, and neither were his family members and friends. Over the next few days, I received phone calls from those interested in our relationship. They would point out this man's many great qualities and attempting to be gentle and discreet and failing at both. Some asked, Wendy, do you know that you are 24 years old? Implying, well, we know what they were implying. Actually, I hadn't lost my mind or my birth certificate. I knew exactly how old I was. And I also knew what I heard in my mind and in my heart. I heard the words, do not marry this man. And I could not and would not deny that. Now there's an interesting postscript to this story. A few weeks after I received that letter, I was asked to teach a lesson on marriage in my ward relief society. For the lesson, I wanted to bring in some of the words of the brethren. And I remembered those well-labeled audio tapes from that April general conference in which every talk was on marriage. I found the tapes and started listening. This experience was startlingly different from the first. Not one talk was on marriage, not one. And no one said, do not marry this man. But that was exactly what I heard. I marvel at the Lord's loving kindness. He not only had the Holy Ghost deliver that message and tender mercy to me, but he also refrained from adding, oh, and by the way, Wendy, it will be more than 30 years before your husband shows up. My experience of heeding the Lord's warning to me taught me the importance of heeding other warnings. As I read Sister Nelson's experience in The Heavens Are Open, I loved this example of how she went to conference with a question, and the message that the Holy Ghost taught her was all about marriage. And in the end, she really you know, felt that she needed to call off the marriage. And so she received her answer. But what I think is unique and exciting is that she had the opportunity to go back and listen to these conference messages and realize that none of them were about marriage. And so she was able to really realize and confirm that it was the spirit who was teaching her. And I love that when we bring a question to general conference, it is the spirit that is teaching us. It is not specifically the message that the brethren are teaching. Yes, they're important and we are we can learn from them. But when we take a question to conference, the Holy Ghost will teach us through the words that we are listening to. And Sometimes things will come to our minds that the brethren do not say that is not actually said over the pulpit, but the Holy Ghost is speaking to us and teaching us in that general conference. So that is my first way that I prep for general conference. And I want to remind you that this kind of preparation can go actually for any kind of conference that you go to, whether it's a conference in your ward, whether it's stake conference, a conference that you're going to to where you want to learn from the spirit. So that was the first one. Bring a question to general conference. The second way that I prep and actually during conference is to record our impressions during conference. I love in the book, The Spirit of Revelation by Elder David A. Bednar. He teaches several principles of how we can learn from the spirit. And one of the principles is the hearing what is not said principle. Here is what Elder Bednar says. He says, as Sister Bednar and I meet with church members and missionaries, we often recommend they not write down anything we say. In addition, I often state that I hope the members of the congregation or class will never remember any of the things that we might present. 
Instead, I suggest that during the time we are together, they should pay very close attention to the thoughts that come to their minds and the feelings that come to their hearts by the power of the Holy Ghost. The notes that they write should be simple, brief, and focused upon those thoughts and feelings and not upon the comments we make. These instructions many times are received with disbelief because they contradict the well-established tradition of taking copious notes about the content of a teacher or a speaker's message. But the reason for this approach are quite simple and important. Nephi wrote his record on two primary sets of plates, large and small. The large plates contained a secular history, an account of the reign of the kings and the wars and contentions of my people. The small plates recounted the things considered to be most precious, preaching which was sacred or revelation, which was great or prophesying, and to touch upon them as much as it were possible for Christ's sake and for the sake of our people. When our note-taking is focused upon recording the statements of a teacher or speaker, then we, in essence, are writing upon large plates, recording the history of the class or meeting. But when we jot down notes and reminders about what we are learning individually and personally by the power of the Holy Ghost, then we are writing the things of our soul upon the small plates. Over time, we might not actually use or keep track of the notes we take on large plates, but we certainly will use and retain the truths we record on our personal small plates. Elder Richard G. Scott explained, Knowledge carefully recorded is knowledge available in time of need. Spiritually sensitive information should be kept in a sacred place that communicates to the Lord how you treasure it. That practice enhances the likelihood of your receiving further light. I love how Elder Bednar continues to teach when he goes and he teaches missionaries. He says, please, please record your thoughts that come to you from the Spirit. Don't record what I'm saying. I want you to be taught by the Spirit. And so that is how we need to approach General Conference is go with a question. And then as we are listening, jot down the things that come to our mind. And yes, sometimes there are things that are said, but often they are whisperings of the Spirit. I love how Elder Bednar gives the example of Nephi writing the records. He had the small plates and the large plates. And he said the large plates basically accounted the history of the people where the small plates were his guiding and direction by the spirit. And so that is what we want to take to general conference is we want to create our small plates, places where writings of what the spirit is teaching us. So I know for myself, and I mentioned this earlier, that sometimes I don't know what to ask. <laughs> and, you know, we go to conference and we don't go with a question because we don't know what to ask. But I have learned the last few times that if I pray before conference and I say, Heavenly Father, I need a question to take to conference, he actually gives me a question which is quite amazing. This happened to me last conference as I know the importance of bringing questions to conference, but I was stuck. I just didn't really know what to ask. And so as I sat in my closet with my anchor journal and I prayed and I journaled, I said, Lord, I don't know what to ask. And it was amazing to me, the two questions that came to mind. And as I look at my 
my conference journal, which is just a notebook of my writings, you know, things I've learned from the spirit over the last several general conferences. As I looked back at April 22 general conference, I wrote at the top two questions. And I had those questions at the top so that as I listened to conference, I could focus and receive those answers to the questions. And it was amazing to me that when I went with a question, I was able to receive answers. And the talks that were given were able to help me find understanding to these questions that I had. So I want to encourage you to take this week, the week before general conference, to prepare and go with a question. Go with a question and be ready to record the things of the Spirit. Have a fabulous week, and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss another episode. I know there are other women who could benefit from hearing this message too. Leaving a review is a great way for others to find the podcast. Also, share it with a friend. Send them a quick text. They will be so grateful. I know I would. Again, thank you for listening and allowing me to join you on your journey to become anchored.